Hello and you're very welcome to my latest podcast. Thank you very much for listening in to this. Um, I've fixed the issue with the right and left speaker, as you can hear. So put this to your left ear, high left ear, and put this to your right ear, high right ear. And what you'll find is that it's working in both ears, not like the last podcast. So let's continue. I'm going to talk about a few different things today. Um, Hardy Books is on Netflix. I want to tell you a little story about Hardy Books, the movie and um, maybe what's going to happen with the future Hardy books. Also, Jeff Bezos is back in the news. I, for some reason, I keep going around town thinking the words, the name Jeff Bezos. I don't know why. I can't stop thinking about him. Cardi B, watching a few of her videos this week. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of Cardi B. And I also went for an audition during the week, an audition for a company that sells juice. Um, so let me start off with that one. So I'm trying to get into the acting, you know, um, going for auditions here and there, trying to write some stuff, trying to learn off stuff, <coughs> trying to um, trying to get my name out there. I'm not sure that I want to get to Hollywood because the more I hear about Hollywood, the more I dislike it because it's full of sick pricks like the Weinstein boys and other lizards and other creeps that are involved in the whole thing. Um, I don't know. I, f I mean, obviously... I'm not saying I'd ever get there, but if I had the opportunity right now to decide whether to get to Hollywood or not, I don't know, because it's full of sick fuckers, if you think about it. And a lot of people seem broken in Hollywood, so what's the point of having all that money and yet you're living this kind of weird life in a bubble where you can't go most places in the world, you probably hang out with really weird people who are psychotic and narcissistic sociopaths and... Um, I don't know. Why would you want that kind of life? You know, I think it's all a facade. People keep talking about how Jim Carrey's fucked now, but um, maybe he's just been awakened. Maybe he's just been awakened. So I went for an audition during the week anyways for this juice company. I won't give their name, but um, basically the, the story was there was a song and I had to mine the song. So th it, was in, it was in a nightclub in Dublin during the daytime and I went into the audition... And there was three people, three women in a corner sitting down. Then there was one tall lad behind a camera. And then there was a woman to the left. And she was directing the whole thing. So the three women in the corner, they had notepads. And they were taking notes. And I was thinking to myself, what the fuck are they writing? Like, why do they need to be writing stuff? I'm just going to do a bit of dancing. And um, the guy behind the camera was really st straight-faced. No smiling out of him at all. And then the director was there. She was. She seemed happy and she seemed to, you know... She had a good energy about herself. So basically the story was they were going to record me miming a song, dancing, kind of awkwardly, but also kind of cool. So, I mean, imagine going into a nightclub sober, having to dance with a camera on you and with five people looking at you. It's, I mean, it was very, very embarrassing. It was cringeworthy what I was doing. So I was trying to dance and I was like, my f for some reason my feet were stuck to the ground. I was like, fuck. I used to be so much better than this. I could dance. I can kind of dance. You know, I can kind of dance for an Irish person. But whatever happened to me, we did anyways. We did a take. And I was miming the lyrics. And it's about 40 seconds long. And I was like, mm, 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 moving around the place. And then and then before I knew it, I was like, oh, fuck, that was so shit. So then they're like, oh, that's great. The director was like, that's great. Now we're going to do it again. So I'll do it again. And, you know, you can move around. Use the space. And I was like, sound, okay, I'll use the space. So I was like... Okay, press play. So he played the song again, and then I just moved all over the space. I was dancing back and forth, and I was throwing 
fucking these weird shapes. I looked like some idiot uncle at a, at a wedding that hadn't a clue. I was so lost. So then they were like, oh, that was cool. That was cool. And then, like, they said that was cool. Who says that about dancing, you know? It's either good or it's bad. So then there was a third attempt. And one of the girls had to come up for the third attempt. She had to stand in the middle, facing the camera, sort of awkwardly looking at me as I danced around her. So I did this stupid dance where, like, I had my hands on her shoulders. And I kind of put my head either side of her shoulders as the lyrics were playing. And I was miming the lyrics. Oh my god, my heart nearly dropped. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Honestly, what am I doing? 34 years of age, 35 in May. And I'm just in a room dancing like an idiot to something that I... They're recording this, so they have that on file. I have no control over that. Now, that's there somewhere. That could be brought up in the future against me. Probably used against me in court. Get arrested for that. that that's how bad the dancing was. I could get arrested, you know? I was that embarrassed as I was leaving that I nearly lost the power of my legs honestly I was walking out of the building and my legs were like oh for fuck's sake I actually felt you know when you go for a really long run or you go squatting for like too long you do squatting for like an hour in the gym that's how my legs felt they were I was I was I was weak and I was walking through the town and I was like fucks because it was like the south side and I had to walk to the north side which is where I live and through like all the different streets and I was just thinking, fuck me. They all know. So um, that was that was pretty much what was going on. And all that for a bit of money, you know. That's what I was doing it for. Because I don't really care for juice, you know. I mean, if I go down to Tesco and I'm buying a juice, I'll just buy any juice that's on the shelf. I don't really care what I'm buying, you know. But the reason why I was doing this was because of the money. Pay the rent, pay the bills, you know. And that's how they get you. Money... Money, money, as they say. So, um, so that that was my sort of uh, acting experience during the week, the audition. And at the same time, I'm trying to put a positive message on it because, um, you know, I'm turning it into this story. So that's something, isn't it? So Hardy Books is on Netflix at the moment. The we got the four seasons signed up to Netflix, which is great. The movie's already on there, by the way. If you get a chance, check it out. And the four seasons that we shot over the last few years, they're all on Netflix now, which is great because, um. It's not just Irish Netflix. It's Netflix America, Canada, Australia, and it's um it's in a few other spots too. It's in Scotland. It's in fucking England too. I heard it was down in China. I'd love to see Hardy Books dubbed in Mandarin or Nigerian or something like that. That'd be fucking brilliant. Or even if they got people to play us and did a did a Nigerian Hardy Books spin off. That'd be brilliant. I'd love that. I'd actually pay good money to see that. But um, yeah, so we're on there now. That's great news. That might o open us up to um, a bigger audience. You know, Netflix is the, I'd say after YouTube, it's probably the second biggest streaming website in the world. So that's that's a good thing, right? Um, and what can I say about that? Well, I mean, the series is great fun to make. It's a shame we haven't made one in a while. That's, you know, due to a lot of different factors. Um, you know, one of them being like that the RT guys, they're sort of cutting back on different things and you know, it's a shame that we didn't really get more creative control as well because, you know, we all know that the YouTube days were great crack. And obviously the, some of the TV stuff is golden as well. But if you saw the stuff that we film that doesn't make the cut, it's honestly, it's golden. I'm not just saying that because when we're down there shooting it and there's a crew and there's the actors and everything else, 
we're having the time of our lives. Honestly, it, it feels like fucking heaven. But um, hopefully we get another series. The movie's on there, and that movie is about the Hardy Books going to Poland for the 2012 European Championships. And that was an eventful time. Um, we took a camper van from Mayo all the way over to Poland, and we stopped off in Germany, France, England, Wales, I think. And where else did we go to? Netherlands. Went to Amsterdam. That was a funny situation because um, a couple of scenes there were, were um, smoking weed, which was prop weed. Yeah, right. And we were doing the scenes smoking the prop weed. And we kept forgetting, even not that we have lines, but we have some th- sometimes we've got like um, points to hit on the script, you know. Storyline parts to hit on the script or else we're just talking shite. So um, we... Because we were smoking the prop weed, we kept forgetting our lines. And then I think Salmon actually fell asleep for one <laughs> during one of the scenes. Salmon fell asleep. So that was kind of funny. And also, if you watch the movie, there's a, there's a woman in it, I think. And we went down to the blue light district, which is close to the red light district. And that's full of people who I think are transsexuals or transgender. Or I don't know. I don't know which one it is. But um, anyways, this particular person pulling up they were pulling up their skirt you know and she had told us that she was like transgender so she was pulling up her skirt and i was expecting a flute to pop out but nothing popped out so i don't know what the fucking story was but um i also had a couple of whiskeys before that scene as well i think i had about three whiskeys in a row before that scene i was kind of nervous to be honest although it's good to look back at it now and then the the most memorable scene for me anyways is the one where um, I had to have sex with a vagina in a can. Which is not a sentence I say to myself every day, thank God. Just once a week. But I had to have sex with a vagina in a can. And that was a weird experience because I thought I'd hate it and I actually loved it. And the whole story behind that was we were meant, I was meant to be having sex with a vagina in a can. So, and then the, the camper van was meant to break abruptly. And that was meant to break my penis. So the plan was to tie the sex can or the fleshlight, whatever you call it, around my waist and have it just prep, propped up there, right? So that was the plan, but that didn't work. So the only way that that was going to stay up there on me was if I got an erection. So basically the producer of the Hardy Books was like, mate, we need you to get an erection. I was like, what? This is on camera or off camera? He goes, but no, but he seriously did say to me, you need you to get an erection. And the worst thing about it was that scene wasn't even shot in Europe. That was a scene that we got coverage from in Mayo. So that was shot in a garage in Mayo or just outside a garage in Mayo, which, which made it even more depressing. So I was like, for fuck's sake, I need to get an erection for this. Am I getting paid more money, am I? No, 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 you get the same amount, right? I'll still do it. So anyways... um. There I was in the, in, in the car park and I was in the jacks. So I had a porno magazine in the jacks because I needed a bit of a push start. And the lads were already like, so, I mean, basically I was calling action on that scene because I had to get turned on. And I had about a two minute window every time. So I had to have sex with the fleshlight. So I put the fleshlight on and then I'd pop my head out the door and I'd be like, right lads, I'm good to go. So then we'd say action and we'd go and do the scene. And then... You know, I'd be talking there and I'd come out with the flashlight on. I must have done that scene about 20 times. And it was probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. I had to call home the next day and, and say, hello, ma'am. 
when the, when the movie went on the cinema, I had to call home and say, hey, ma'am, how's it going? Listen, um, am I okay to come home? Am I? And she was like, ah, yeah, of course you can. You're grand. So thankfully she was very considerate. She wasn't too embarrassed. Although I think she didn't go to mass for about a month. No, I'm just joking. But um, these are the things you have to do to become an actor, you know? You have to have sex with fleshlights. So um, that was an experience and a half. If you haven't seen the movie, do check it out. And that's about it then, really. What else was I going to talk about? I was going to talk about um, Cardi B for some reason. I just have her name down here. I was watching a couple of her videos during the week. And for some reason, she has this obsession with her arse, first art, and her tongue. If you look on, to, if you go on to Google and type in Cardi B tongue, she sticks out her tongue all the time. I don't know why she does it. But it's, it's almost like she's insinuating someone blowing a load in her mouth. I don't get it, you know? And she's always doing this thing where she's shaking her ass and, like, you know, just twerking and all this other stuff. And I don't, I mean, I like bums as, as much as the next man or woman, you know? But, I mean, what are they trying to insinuate? If I want to watch porn, you can watch porn. It's all on the internet, you know? It's handy to find. It's easy to watch porn. It's everywhere. But when I'm listening to music, I don't really want to be looking at people shaking their arse on a beach or putting out their tongue. I mean, I know what you're getting at. I'm fucking 34 years of age. That's sex four times, Cardi B. You know? So I don't know what the... Po- and J-Lo is another one. F- annoys the fucking shit out of me. I used to love J-Lo. But now, like, I mean, just... You know, there must come... There comes a time in a place where it's like... What are you doing? And Post Malone and all these other fucking... Bassets. Two chains. They're all hanging around their videos. They're smoking weed. They're firing out money. Six and nine. That lad, whatever you call him. He's a gimp. He's an absolute fucking gimp. Do you ever go onto Google or YouTube and see him? He just always throw money on the floor, cursing and talking shit. What's 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 his game? Oh, he has money. Brilliant. Are you happy when you're home in bed with the music off? Are you? <sighs> and you know who else annoys me? That bloody Ariana Grande. I don't care. I can't trust her. I keep going on about her. I'm sorry, but like she. <clears throat> She's about 26, 27, but she goes on like she's some sort of fucking 12-year-old doll. You know? Look at her next time. I just don't... You can't trust her. She's just so fake looking, so I don't know. She lets on. She's all innocent. She's kind of like the Britney Spears of the new generation where it's like, I'm a virgin, but I have these sort of sultry looks to me. We all know you're having sex. Who cares? It's just sex again. If I want sex, I'll watch porn. Or the odd time have sex. Speaking of which, anyone on Tinder? Um, you know what else? I, I want to give out about somebody else, and I'm sorry. This is going to be controversial. The Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama, he just annoys me. You know, he seems like the kind of fellow who judge you before you're out. You know, if you went out drinking on a Tuesday, he's kind of the kind of guy that would call you up and be like, we out this night, were you? I was Dalai, yeah, yeah. Probably fucking drunk, were you? Yeah, I got fairly steamed, Ali, yeah, on a bottle of Bookfest. For fuck's sake. I was up at five. Where are you, fuck? I was, yeah. What were you doing? Bit of meditation. I'm sure anyone can do that. I was meditating in the bed. Having a sleep. But, um, I don't know. I mean, he's... I'm just joking, really, but... He's, he's, he's probably a legend. But at the same time, it's handy for him just cruising around the world in his robes. Not probably having to pay bills or not having to worry about Tinder. Or not having to pay tax. And he's got all these quotes like, Be kind whenever possible. It is always possible. 
Sometimes it's not. Dalai Lama, you try and spend a week in the bog with your old lad and see if, you c- if it's fucking possible to be nice or kind. A loving atmosphere in your home is the foundation for your life. Try telling that to the fucking people that are giving you cheek back at the gaff when they're coming home and they're all cranky or they're giving you a bollocking for nothing you didn't do. Dalai Lama. That is your real name. Probably lives in a lovely house, do you? I do like the Dalai Lama's face, though. Looks very, he looks like a Cheshire cat. Very, very cosy looking man. And um, and finally, I had this kind of thought about Jeff Bezos. You know, I was talking about him last week, and I'm fucking sorry to keep going on about Jeff Bezos. I'm only on 16 minutes here, so I, I'll go as far as 20. Jeff Bezos, again, he, he I don't know if he's the richest man in the world now. He was the richest man in the world before the divorce, and in fact, he probably still is. But when he gets the divorce, he's going to have to give half to his wife, ex-wife. Fair enough, you know. But I was wondering, right, what kind of sick shit you'd have to be into to to get 116 billion billion do you know what i mean that, that's my 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 family work very hard and they're never going to see that kind of money my friends work very hard they're never going to see that kind of money 116 billion you must have seen some sick shit jeff do you know you must have done awful things to people jeff like fucking dungeon shit where you're tying people up and whipping them and bumming them senseless. Did you ever bum anyone, Jeff? Um, but speaking of which, I'd love to go up to Jeff and say, listen, mate, you give me a billion. You can do what you like to me. You know, anything you want, Jeff. Fire away, mate. You're, I'm yours for the 24 hours. You have me. But the problem with that is, you know, you'd, you'd have the billion quid then and you'd probably end up buying a house somewhere outside New York City. You know, in a nice, like, Long Island in a nice area. And, um, you know, you'd have a housewarming. Neighbours come over, they bring over cake, they bring over tea and biscuits. And they're like, oh my God, your house is beautiful. Do you work in the stocks? No, 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 I don't work in stocks. No, 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 no. Ah, uh, no, no, I don't bother working in stocks now. Oh, right, so are you, like, a computer guy? No, not computer guy. No, 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 don't, don't really bother with the computers now, apart from the old bit of Facebook. Oh right, so what 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 do you do? Do you know Amazon? Oh yeah, you work for Amazon? No, I got bummed by Jeff Bezos. Okay, right. Um, uh, um, do you want a bit of cake? Do you? No, we're gonna leave. Fair enough. Then they head out the door, never to be seen again, and you're just in the big house, all lonely, thinking, "Yeah, I've got a billion quid, but am I happy inside?" And Jeff, if you're listening to this, mate, are you happy inside? And you can tell that to your fucking friend Bill Gates, too. Who's quite the philanthropist. I think he does a lot of good things for charity. So, you know what? I can't really give out about him now. And again, you know what? Could be wrong in all these things I've been talking about. I probably am. But it's out there now in the ether. I often wonder where all these things are going to end up. You know, like pictures or videos or, you know, Instagram posts that we all do or stories. Where are they all going to go? Are we going to be, are we going to have to sort of pay a penance to these in the future? Are we going to have to, are we going to get to the, I don't know, like the, the fucking, the gatekeeper. And he's going to be like, look at, I'm looking back at your Instagram there from 59 years ago. You said some awful sick stuff. I was only joking. I was just trying to get likes. Yeah. So you're trying to be popular, were you? I was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Can I get in there to the gates? Can I get in through the gates, please? into the garden of justice 
No, you can't. You gotta go down to hell. Who's down there? Elvis and fucking Danny Dyer. Jeff Bezos. All right, chat to you later. I'll head off. Taxi. Um, so that's the crack news, guys. Thank you so much for listening in. I was talking absolute rubbish there as usual. Hope everyone's doing well. And if you have any questions, please do send them to my email or Instagram or Facebook. And I'm going to answer them in the next podcast. And uh, I'm going to keep this consistent coming through all the time. And uh, again, thanks for listening, guys. Chat to you soon.